gosh. <laughs> All right, hello everybody. This is uh, episode two. Episode two. And we got a guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself, Greg? Um, Greg Hamill. How are you? Awesome. Mr. Greg Hamill joining us. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and today we got a, a new wine, obviously. San uh, Gregorio. San Gregorio. Tyler. San Gregorio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is uh, from Spain. Uh, it says 2018. I don't know what that means, but I guess that's when it was made. Wow, we're Harvested. doing words in wine, <laughs> and you don't know what the year of the wine means. Well, okay, okay so there's really bo- there's like- no there's there's <laughs> bottles. Okay, I'm new to this, but there's bottles that say 2018, 2016. So is that when it was made or what? Correct. Okay, yes. that was the right. year of harvest. The year, the year of, of harvest. harvest. Okay, yes. so it's two years old here. So, Tyler and I went to, um, where did we go? Up Davis. No. To well, buy the wine. Oh, to buy, total, well, total wine. <laughs> total wine and more. <laughs> and we were in, we were checking out the new wines and like, okay, we know we're doing this podcast and we have a new wine. And there was only one of these bottle left in the highly recommended section. So we're going to try this wine tonight. So, but, but the cheaper section. It was the highly recommended, but but highly the, recommended. There, no, but there if you're on a budget, <laughs> no, there was hundred dollar bottles of wine there. Um, so this bottle was actually ten ninety nine from Spain, San Gregorio. And San Gregorio. as we spoke to you guys last week, we are going to try the wine through the glass and then through the plastic cup. All right. So cheers. <laughs> so cheers, guys. Let's to our see first how guest, it tastes Greg, in the glass. So glad. Glass, glass is good. It's very good. Okay, so should we do one out of ten or like one out of three? No, I think one out of ten. But that would we be really hard. We did that last hard, time. Though. No, but that would be really Our hard. Our last bottle no? was a seven. So how a are seven. we going to go down to a three <laughs> now that we've done No, this, I'm like, just saying, like, it would be easier to do one out of three because it's like you have one, not so good, two, like, okay, and then three would be, this is fantastic. I recommend it, right? No, because one out of ten would be, <laughs> no. But no. wouldn't one out of ten agree. be wouldn't one out of ten be harder because it's like well, one out of ten gives you a little bigger, bigger range because yeah. there's so much difference so. in wine. Okay, so okay, so yeah, one so out of three or one out of ten. You say one out of ten. One out of okay, ten. we'll do one out of ten. So we got the wine glass. I'm gonna give. What are you giving this? I'm probably a seven. Okay, Greg, what do you think? Initially. It, it it doesn't go down real smooth. Okay. That's what, oh. it's a little bump right at right as right it, in the beginning. It, right as it hits my soft right palate. Right in the beginning. Correct. You know, it's but funny. then it smooths out. But that's then it smooths out. Cause, that's funny because okay. we said the shit earlier. We, we said, said that too. Huh? Yeah. It gets like oh okay, and then it smooths right yeah, out. It, yeah. As it goes down, I, I give it a six. I give it a okay. six. Okay. It's, it's not bad. I mean, I would say it a six and a half. I would say. A six and a half because so I agree I, so with I you like 100%. It the best. Like the first sip I took, I was like, ooh, and then I was like, oh. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bump at the first, at the beginning of it. Yeah. That's what we said. Down, it that's what, smooths out. It smooths out. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's what we said earlier, so. Okay, so now here's the real test. The so plastic last cups. Time, last the plastic. time, the plastic cups. So, Greg, is, I don't know if you know this, but in our first <laughs> podcast ever, we went to dinner. And we had this amazing bottle of wine in wine glasses. 
and we were like, oh my gosh, this is such good wine. Let's buy a it was, bottle. It was Rodney Strong's. Rodney you ever Strong. heard of Rodney, Rodney Strong? And so no. we're like, Pinot uh, Noir. So we're like, oh my gosh, let's get a bottle. We're going to go back to the hotel because we were dropping my daughter off in Davis. And we're going to drink it in the hotel. We, needless to say, did not have wine glasses in our hotel room. <laughs> so we took out the plastic the- cups. <laughs> The wine went courtesy cups. Yeah, exactly. Like that you're supposed to use for like coffee or water or whatever. Water, whatever. So needless to say, the wine went from a seven eight to like a four. (laughs) So this is the test of the wine. So now that we've had it in the wine glass and we give it about a six to seven. Now is the test. So here with the plastic plastic cups. Here, you you guys try it in these plastic cups here. I got it. So you had the regular one. In the glass. Smells the same. Smells. <laughs> <laughs> you know, taste it, Tyler. Uh, let's see let me what see, you let think. Let me see. I think it actually might be better in the plastic cup. <laughs> oh my god, it might be. Honestly, I think you're right. How does? Because you know what? Because you know what? The little, the little smack that we were talking about in the beginning isn't there anymore in the right. plastic cup. Do you, do you what get do you that? Think, Greg? It's it's yeah. <laughs> right, there's no the smack's gone. The, the smack's <laughs> gone. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it kind of there's something psychological about it being maybe out of the plastic cup. Yeah, which is weird because the last one was not as good in the plastic cup. This one I think is maybe better in the plastic cup. That's kind of That's strange. weird because I honestly thought like everything was going to be the same rating like oh obviously everyone's going to be good in the wine and right. the in the glass cup. No, this one is not I think But the it's actually cup better might be than... the way to go with San Gregorio. All right. Gregorio. Is this Gregorio. Pinot, is this Pinot Noir also? No, it's called something else I've never even actually heard of and I kind of drink wine. So, you kind of drink one? <laughs> I can't. It's a temp. What does that say? Temp- uh, tempranillo? A tempranillo. Tempranillo. Is that tempranillo. how you say it? Yeah. Tempranillo. It must be the region in France where it I'm comes not from. sure because it's not a Pinot Spain. Noir. It's Spain. not a cab. Oh, Spain. Yeah, it's Spain. Yeah, it's not a cab. It's not a Pinot. It's a tempranillo. I've never heard of that. <laughs> okay, guys. So here's to San Gregorio. Gracias. Our second bottle that we've rated through oh, the zero. a glass were between a six and a seven. And surprisingly, surprisingly it's in than the, the plastic cup, cup <laughs> I'm going to give it a seven. Okay, I'll go for seven to seven point five. And you, Greg? I'm going to stick at the six. You're going to stick at the six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wine's well, wine. Uh, well, you're not a wine drinker, right? Smoke. You know, smoke and mirrors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not a wine drinker, though. Well. Sometimes and maybe maybe that makes me a little less unbiased. Exactly. Or a little I, unbiased, I think right? I think yeah, I think that makes you more of the a great judge of of what we're drinking. So, well, I don't have a dog in the fight, so. So I'm really excited to welcome Mr. Greg Hamill to our podcast tonight. So Hi Greg. Hi. It's great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, it's it's wonderful to have you to have our guest and to like have a oh. little fireside chat. Yeah, a so yeah, we're here chat. in a fire. Yeah. So you know what fire means? 
fucking Halloween, so have you guys watched Wait, any- how does fire ha- mean fucking Halloween? Because <laughs> it, <means>, <laughs> it means scary. What? Have what? you guys watched any scary movies yet? How did we? No, back up, Tyler. I'm still trying to hold on to some. How does fire mean fucking Halloween? Hey, no, I'm jumping right into Halloween. (laughs) What does fire have to do with fucking Halloween? Well, it's scary. It's scary. Okay, Okay, so, okay. I don't know if I agree with that one. Okay. (laughs) I mean, you don't like, you don't, she doesn't like scary movies. Do you like scary movies? Okay. I like scary movies that are scary. <laughs> no, I, I don't like about, scary. I don't like scary movies that are just like, I know what's gonna happen. I okay, know. so this is what this is why I bring this up because me and my roommate, we decided to watch a scary movie every single night this month. And, and we, have you and, though? Yeah, we have. What have you oh, watched? Okay. Have so you watched? we started with Children of the Corn. Oh, we're gonna get a scary movie review here. <laughs> no, 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 no. So. I just want to find out if you guys like scary movies because I'm trying to find out what to watch this month. <laughs> it depends on what you consider scary. Yeah, that's true because exactly that's my point. No, I like I was, scary. I don't like gory. I don't yeah, like somebody getting their head chopped off and blood gushing. And I want a suspenseful scary. No, you're right. You're right because like, that's what I like. like. A Silence of the Lambs kind of. That's scary. good. Like Silence of the Lambs. I've never seen that. Really see, see, that's an, that, I'll write that on my list. So we'll see. Well, that. that's that's a very scary movie. It's a very scary very movie. Scary like, movie. psychologically? Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. It, it, yes. it gets in there and it, it messes with you. Yes. It messes with you. That's a very good, scary movie. So this yes. is what I started with. I started with Children of the Corn. But that's a gory liter- one. <laughs> it's not really gory. It was kind of funny. Okay, so that's not scary then. Because it was, it was filmed <laughs> in the 80s. Well, okay. <laughs> but honestly, like, I, so we watched it. We enjoyed it, but... Little, little did we know. There's literally eight children of the corns. Okay, what's the second eight. movie you watched? Uh, the Evil Dead. See? That was also in the '80s. So we're like on an '80s vibe. Okay, but no, I think Sons of the Lamb was the '80s, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't. So and that's that, like so a I'll listen, really, I'll watch really, that. That's like a classic, really good movie. Like it's a scary movie. The Exorcist is a really good. That was the, the '70s. Shiny. The shiny. Yeah, that's a, yeah. yeah. Those are like your scary psychological. I am not a gory like Halloween and the Amity. No, I like the Amity the Horror. Oh, I love the Amity. Yeah, Bill that Horror. was scary. Was that filmed in the eighties? Also, <laughs> that was more seventies. Seventies. No, I think it was eighties. Yeah, no, okay. I think it was eighties. See, that's that's the vibe we're on. Like, since we're starting with like some, we want to go through classics. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Poltergeist is a very scary good movie. But it depends on what you want as scary. Do you want gory or do you want scary? One of the best. Uh, Yeah, we want scary, obviously. Like, gory gory is like, you're just chopping people up and that's just like. I don't like that. That's like not my, but I like a good scary movie. Yeah, I like jump scares, but like also like shit you got to think about. It's psychologically, you know. Well, there's so many scary movies that are based on music. Music that play at the time determines if you're scared or not and oh sorry i i prefer this i prefer the shining type of yeah. psychological thing that, psychological scary see i've scared. never seen the shining and it's like i like i'm i'm the type of person okay, where it's wait, like okay, everybody's wait, like wait, oh did you see this movie and i'm like no you see this movie? Okay, Tyler. no tyler you're on a mission i don't as me being a Stephen King fan, like beyond all fans, 
How have you not seen The Shining? I haven't. I haven't <laughs> taken the time. I haven't. I, I haven't <laughs> taken the time. Okay, so here's another one. It's called Burnt Offerings. Oh, yes. Oh. Burnt Offerings is actually a 70s <laughs> film. It probably came around 76, yes. 77, somewhere in there. Yes. Burnt Offerings. And it was about a haunted house. Yes. And it scared the living shit out of me. Did you yes. see it in theaters? Yes, I did. Oh, sh- I and, knew it. And it was just one of those supernatural, psychological thrillers that just, at the, the final scene, left me hanging for weeks. Thought about it every day for weeks. It's one of those ones that really gets in there and really unnerves you. Burn offerings are really I love good. it. That was really good. Movie. What was that about? Uh, Hundred House. A uh, family moved into a house and it slowly took over and uh, possessed the uh, mother and uh, she. That ended sounds up like one of the everybody. seasons from uh, what's that but one? No, I have to say, movie show. We're like the eighties. I have to say, we're amazing with scary. The early, late seventies, early eighties with scary moving. It turned into Friday the Thirteenth and Friday. Yeah, Kinder. then it turned into this other thing. But in the beginning, slashers. Of those, in the beginning <laughs> of those, they were such good scary movies. Like, like they made you think, and they were like, like. That's what I like. Scary. I think it like, started with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That one was. That one came out, and it was like, it, it was. The, the big race to make the biggest gore movie. Yeah, I'm not a gore fan. I don't like that's not. Yeah, like I things like ho- Hostel uh-uh. and. Uh-uh. No, that's that's like just. Poltergeist came along and, and gave you, us more. Have of you that. seen Poltergeist? Yeah, bits and parts. Oh no, you bits have to watch it all parts. the way through. No, bits and parts. Did you see the snake crawling across the counter? No. Oh. Yeah, bits and parts. That'll make the chill, the hairs on the back of your neck yeah. stand up. She, I, I, I remember. Say, I remember. She told me she watched The Exorcist in the, the theaters, and she ran out of the theater. Scary movie. I that saw The Exorcist like, in the, the theaters Exorcist at eleven is, years old. I was, I think, ten, and I ran out of the theater. I was so freaking scared. <laughs> I was scared for weeks. So I haven't scared. seen it. I've seen that's it probably, since That's then, probably what. And I look at it, I and watch. it's like <laughs> it. It doesn't scare me now because I'm a little more savvy toward the effects of what Hollywood does but right. um, still has that little element that gets under my nerves and but you know like, what I think it is is that I think the scariest movies are scary because you think it can actually happen oh sure I think that's Fuck what yeah. makes or it does scary. actually happen or it does actually happen I think that's no, it's what always, makes it's scary. always fun to have like, like scary gore. monsters and crazy like, shit happening yeah but but when it's actually like related to like maybe something that could happen that could actually happen that I could show, then it makes it more scary it's freaking scary yeah, I, yeah. no I get that yeah if it's yeah. so bizarre that do you know, I've it watched would never shows. happen to you. You would never end up in a shows. barn with a guy with a chainsaw, right? <laughs> like, and, and then not get in your car and leave when the car is fucking... Yeah, those are stupid. <laughs> Come on, guys, let's go. Oh, no, let's wait a minute. No, let's, <laughs> let's look in this room yeah, here. Yeah. What was that noise? <laughs> They're just stupid. But, like, something that's, like, really could, like... You could see, like, actually happening or that actually does happen. Because if you think about it... In the Catholic Church or in other churches, exorcisms actually take place. Like, or, there's people who really believe they're possessed or that really... Or worse yet, a 9-11 situation. It. I've really never yeah. looked into that stuff. What was that movie with Tom Hanks with that with 
with the kid with the knife. When he called, he was in the building and had to jump. And yeah. Which one is that? Movie? That was uh, I don't Tom know Hanks. The, I want to say The Roaring Silence, but that's not right. It's, it was, yeah, it was a movie about you know he was he was in the in one of the towers and knew that he was going to die. Mm -hmm. Called home and the son was too terrified to answer the phone. This sounds familiar. I don't remember that at all. At I all. I, no, I that's forget. scary. That's shit. Like, yeah, it, it gets scary. under your, yeah. it gets in your, in your psyche, and yeah. it just eats away, and it's, yeah. it's, it makes you think, and and brings you back to it. That that's that's what The Exorcist did for me. I, yeah. I felt a shaking bed for weeks. Yeah, you know, I, I watched, I watched a thing. Um, I think it was like two no, years man. ago, and they were counting down the world, the scariest movies of all time, and The Exorcist is still number one. Yeah, still really? number one. Yeah. Literally, yeah, I've never still seen number it. one. I, I, You've never seen no, The Exorcist? Nope. It may not hold up for him. <laughs> it, may it may not. Like Rachel saw it. Our my daughter, your sister, saw it, and she was like, "Mom, this is like," and I'm like, "Okay, but she's like, this is so old." I'm like, okay, but you have to get it past. Doesn't, the, I don't think you it holds up. Past the, past the no, I, cinematics I, of it and get to the story of it. I tried to because the look, this these last couple movies that I started watching for October, yeah. like Children of the Corn and The Evil Dead, they're filmed in the 80s. And almost the whole thing is funny. Just because the way they act, it's so like, oh my God, you know? It's, yeah, so it's, sometimes, yeah, you look okay, back on but, but, like, but I try, yeah. I try to put myself into that time and I try yeah. to... I enjoy it, so you know like I'm not too, I'm not too much judging it. The poltergeist still holds up. Yeah, poltergeist but that's still what holds I'm up. saying. Like just, I, I watched the. I honestly think still holds up. I really do. I well, that's what I'm just saying. Just I watched the Evil Dead. I watched the Children of the Corn. Those are the two I watched so far. Yeah. And even though they're old, I I like them. So I'm like I wouldn't like discredit Exorcist. Like I I, I would I want to watch I'll, I'll watch it. You I'll have to see. watch. Those are on your list. Okay. The Exorcist, Twenty-eight Days of Burn down. Offerings. I read that actually. Burn Offerings, I read, and that was freaking yeah. scary as hell. <laughs> um, I don't think I saw the movie, but I read it. What about what's that one with the island and the kids? Island. Lord of the, the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Oh Lord my god, I haven't seen that. Oh, dude. <laughs> 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 psychological the way these kids get stranded on an island and they. It doesn't take them long to get off the rails. And then yeah. they get rescued, and it's like now you gotta, you know, go back to the real world, knowing that you were a freaking animal, and that you were a cannibal, and you were and, uh, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's Lord movie, of the Fly. Okay, that okay. movie will fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotta definitely watch yes, that. <laughs> so those are on your list. Okay, Lord of the Flies. And that's a '70s movie. 70 okay that's, yeah. even, that's even further back because yeah. we've I, you know I've watched 80s movies so far but they were you know, good I like them they were, but they're but they're funny because I the but corny you know, acting I'm gonna have to say I, I don't know that <laughs> die, in the heard? 2000s no. that I have seen a scary movie that is actually really psychologically scary that I have thought was as scary as the ones that were made back then they're more gory they're more but I don't know that they like get you like those old movies do. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. I don't think I've think seen anything in a long time that's like really like, wow, that gets you. 
you know? I get what you mean. Have you? I don't know. I, I, let me think. Because cause I know what you mean. It's like something that just they're really sticks and, out. Like, you know, they're, they're not like... There's been some good this zombie movies. You like messes yeah. with I mean, have you ever seen Gone Girl? Gone Girl? Yeah, That's not that. like really horror, but it's psychologically yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, I've seen Gone Girl. That's a good one. But I don't think that's scary. I think the psychological ones are scarier than the horror ones. Yeah. Um, you know, the slasher movies, they never really... They didn't scare me because... Then, yeah. Slashers are what, whatever. Weep, weep, womp, womp. Yeah. You, you know, know those like, are those are the ones that have the, the sudden music where yeah you know the shower coming. curtains. Yeah. Please, please, but please. you know what? With the shower curtain, I'm sorry. That old friggin' that Stephen King, Stephen King again was psycho. Like well, that, that was a Stephen King. That well, that's, that's where it like, started. <laughs> that was Hitchcock. Yeah, that's where it started. Oh, it was Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah, Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Yeah, what's King. A, what is Alfred Hitchcock the one who does the movie where? The birds? He's looking out the window. The guy in the wheelchair is looking out the window at all the different crazy shit with the binoculars, right? And he's seeing all the crazy shit that's going on in people's different apartments. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Oh, what is that? Yeah. He's like he's got his. Stuff. He's got. He's in that's a wheelchair. The, the bedroom window or something like that. It's called. The... Have you seen that? No. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, that's Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Yeah. That one was good. Yeah. He does the birds. He's got. Oh, he like, does the birds. He's the birds. Did you he's see like, the birds? All that. Yeah. I have bits and parts. I know. What do you mean bits and parts? How do you like <laughs> say you watched a movie when you've only watched bits and parts? No, I remember the only thing the I know birds, about birds, birds is like he's in he's in the payphone. Oh, he's in the payphone. Yeah, no, you have to watch whole movies. Yeah, I only I, I only oh, seen the bits. She. The bits and the yeah, parts. She was, yes, she was in the phone booth. The blonde yes. chick. And the blonde she was chick running the, from these birds that kept. Woman, yep. her every time she'd get out of the car. Yep. Words was good. <laughs> now, see, that's a that's a good psychological thing. That's the yeah. kind of thing that gets those are the ones nerve. that get you. Those are scary. Yeah. That's scary they to stick me. Stick with you for a while. Yeah, that's scary to me. Slashers are, we're talking are about scary it now. because Sticks I don't <laughs> like. Of course, there's crazy people out there who, once in a great moon, somebody gets slashed. Yes, that happens. But it's everyone very likes rare. a good slasher. But it's not scary. But some movies are like, uh, remember that Stallone movie where he was on the side of a mountain and he was getting chased by terrorists? And, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was pretty, so, you know, that, uh, was, that was scary in its, in its own. I found that to be good because it kept you on the edge of your seat. Yeah. And uh, there was a movie oh. back in the 70s with Clint Eastwood called The Iger Sanction, which was the same yes. kind of thing. Yes. Same kind yeah. of movie that just kept you on the edge of the seat. Yeah. Those are great scary Do you know movies. what we saw? Hunter and I, my other son, Hunter, probably like five years ago, there was this show on TV, and it was called, um, what's that place in um, Russia that's like deserted, frozen, Siberia. Oh, uh, it was called Siberia. Okay. Right? And it was supposed to be, <laughs> it was supposed to be this reality show of these people going to Siberia and they had to do these, these, um, like all the reality shows that are like, you have to do, um, what's it called? When you have to do competitions, there you go. Competitions to do things to like win places and do these things. 
And in this show, all of a sudden, it got so scary. Like, all these animal-like things would come. It was the scariest show I've ever seen on TV. A reality show? A reality show called Siberia that was, like, from 2000, maybe 10. Or what, the contestants could be attacked and the contestants, by animals? And the contestants, they like were, survival like, attacked. It was show? a survival show, and they were attacked by all these things, and it was, like, supernatural. And all of a sudden, they would be like, okay, I'm done, I'm done. And they would go to, like, get on the plane, and the plane would be gone. And all the people that were driving the plane would be dead. And, like... <laughs> what? Hunter and I thought it was so real for so long. <laughs> and then we realized it was just, like, a fake reality show. But it was so scary. <laughs> and I swear, if you bring him out here right now and ask him about it, that was, like, one of the scariest shows, like, on TV that I've ever seen. Stephen really? King's got a whole repertoire of... Uh, Stephen King's you guys ever watched Lost? Yeah, Lost was good. Yeah, Lost was good. I tried. It fizzled at the end. Yeah, it, it fizzled at the end a big time. I tried. It got, it, got, it got ridiculous. It did. It did. Okay. Out of Stephen King, my favorites of all time. I've heard... I've read every Stephen King. I've watched every Stephen King. Reading Stephen King is a million times better than watching anything Stephen King. Granted, just about any book is better yeah. than, than the movie. My two favorite books, actually, of all time are from Stephen King. Which One, are? The Stand. Okay. You're and, telling me about this. And the Gunslinger this. series. You were telling me about this uh, recently. I was telling you about it. Okay, the Gunslinger series is nothing Stephen King like you would ever imagine. It's like in another world and this old gunslinger who's actually a gunslinger who like fights with his guns and it's um i swear i've seen a book oh my god i swear i've seen a book that you had laying around and it was like uh yeah like some crazy like cowboy hat they Gunslinger. made a Dark Tower movie. <laughs> they made a Dark Tower movie, which is the last book in that series. Steven, they made a, you, bark, a Dark Tower movie a couple of years ago with Matthew McConaughey. It was terrible. It was terrible. But the actual books, there's I think five or six in the series, is the absolute best, best be... books I've ever had in my, read, ever read which in my life. Which series? The Gunslinger series. Oh, okay. The and then The Stand is me. the other one. The, the Stand I read, I think, when I was... That's, the, that's one book. The Stand is one book. Stand I read when I was probably um, 16 and I think it's like 2,000 pages or something crazy and I think I read it in two days. It was so good. So good. I was in a uh, Stephen King mode back in the late 80s and I did a bunch of audio books while I was driving around and one of my favorite ones was Rose Matter. Mm. And Yes. It was it was really hokey and where he kinda of goes into a painting and yeah. lives but it was one of those ones that got under my skin. And you know what got under my skin before it became movies? Was it. I remember Who was they I wanna see the new one. No, read it. I remember being I think nineteen, living in my own apartment and reading that book in my room so freaking scared. And my roommate knocked on my door, and I think I jumped 10 <laughs> feet. I literally, like, jumped 10 feet. Like, <gasps> like, like a cat? Like, so scared. But <laughs> when you put it in a movie, like, they just suck. 
<laughs> well, the theater of the mind is... Uh, it just you know, sucks. You can't compete. You yeah. Can't compete. It's like the things that your mind do, like the, the whole... The whole imagination where you get taken to that place. I think that happens daily with you anyway. You know, well, like your mind is so, such a crazy thing. So what was better? It, the new one, or it the fucking original? And movie-wise, the original. Even though it was a... Um, Have you seen the new one? I've seen the new one. I didn't like it at all. Okay. Oh, I... I don't know that I would say I didn't like it. I, I, from the movies? So, from no, the I one back in the 80s? I what, what, what Hollywood put together. No. no. You're right. When you, when you read the story, there's so many more nuances that, that paint the picture. You know, it's, it's, it's Hollywood, they, they give you this... But you're getting somebody else's version. version. Well, you know what I mean? Like, you're not getting your own imagination. No, exactly. Version. But it's an you're abridged somebody version. somebody else's version. Might as well read the abridged version of the book. But I think that's no. the thing I like, I like about reading, is, like, it's your own imagination, and you're on your own journey. No, that's, that's, own, that's real, like, because, like, like, when you read a fucking book, and then your imagination takes place, and then you see the movie of that book... It's totally different because no, it's, the, it's what the director, it's what the director saw the book when he read it, I guess. And okay, it's it's not. Just for an example, what if your life is like that? What do you mean? What if your life is like a book <laughs> <laughs> that somebody has written? And Hollywood gets a hold of it. <laughs> exactly. And makes a sitcom. And Hollywood gets a hold of it and fucks the whole thing up. <laughs> and then makes a sitcom. And then make a sitcom. <laughs> Hollywood gets a hold of it and fucks it up. <laughs> You're like, wait, I was supposed to be in this freaking yeah. amazing book. That's and now I'm in this fucking fucked up movie. <laughs> now I'm a Borat comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't understand this. You know they're making Borat too. I love it. I'll watch you it. You seen it? Uh, no, but I'll. You seen the trailer for I, it? I love the first one, and I would go see the second one. Yeah, they're making the second one. It's ridiculous. I like like that literally, kind of... what if your life was like that? Like you're supposed to have this amazing journey of a story in a book, and Hollywood gets a hold of it <laughs> and well, that, fucks it all up. That's what Hollywood does. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. That's the way the, co- the that's film. Hey, that's where the cookie. That's where the cookie crumbles. That's where the cookie crumbles. Ginger, you gotta try to find the humor in everything in life, right? This is my little doggy. Come here, Ginger. Come on. (laughs) She's like, no. It's hot. We have a fire going, and it's really nice. And she doesn't know what to do because my daughter left, and she is like so in love with my daughter that she's she's having little withdrawals. Poor girl. She's all right. She's just a dog. Hey. No, she's more than just a dog. She's way more than just a dog. <laughs> I know. She's, I'm our, just... she's our family member, and uh, she, misses yeah. her, um, she misses her pal. I'm just kidding. She's all right. <laughs> all right, guys. We, what's our next topic? What? What? What, are, what do we think the listeners? Want okay, so to hear what about do you today? what do you think about Halloween? How they're saying? Okay, so they're saying it's okay to leave candy outside, right? Right. Well, I think it should be okay to give candy to trick-or-treaters 
personally. You know, it's funny. So. It's like, you know, why why try to stop okay, something that literally has masks? Exactly. Here's the question I have. We're supposed to all wear masks. We're supposed to all do this. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. Trick or treating is the one time everyone wears a mask. <laughs> and, and, and so kids what look is forward wrong to it. Like, there's so much going on. Like, on let something for the, the kids curb. to look forward to. Well, I know. I just so you know, just so all of you know, I have trick or treated every year since I was probably three. I am short. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have kids. I'm short. And I literally dress up and trick or treat every single year. Well, look, COVID is with us, like it or not. Yes. And it's going to be with us for quite some time. And um, it's uh, something that we just have to learn to live with. And what? Oh, uh, there it is. Okay. And we have to learn to live with it. And yeah, yeah. We use our masks, and each person has to make their own judgment of every situation to encounter, yeah. of whether it's safe or not, and act accordingly um, to shut everything down, to keep everything shut down, I think is, is, is wrong. And I think that people should be able to make their own decisions. Yeah, I think so. I think people should be able to make their own decisions to a certain extent. I have to say. They have to be responsible. Because, the, exactly. But there's a lot of people out there who don't believe that we live in a society where we have to be responsible to others. And I've gotten in some, some actually some deep conversations with some good friends of mine who are like, no mask this and my freedoms, my freedoms. And I'm like, okay, but you live in a society. We live in a society with millions of people around us. And just because you're okay doesn't mean that you can go out without a mask and threaten maybe my best friend's life. I kind of liken it to drinking and driving. Same thing. Like You can go out and you can okay. party up all you want. Take but don't over. you dare get behind their wheel right. and, yeah. and, and take, take that risk. Same thing with your everyday life. Yes. Do whatever you want. Be responsible, but don't, but don't bring the risk to the to, rest, to of, the the rest yeah. of the population. Exactly. And that's my that's my whole point. It's like we do live in a society where other people live with us. You know, like we are in a it's society. Supposed to be a team. And we're supposed to like get along together and live right. together and love each other and be responsible for each other and to be so selfish. I believe it's selfishness and that's my full belief to say I'm okay, so fuck everybody else. I don't think it's okay. I, I honestly do not think that's okay. Well, and I, I, I think, think that just like wearing a seatbelt, like people had such a problem when seatbelts came out. Like, uh, such because a nothing. now it's nothing. Like yeah. you have, like the cars go beep, 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 if you don't have your seatbelt on, you know? My car doesn't even beep because I always put my seatbelt on. Does it, yeah. it's not my even own, a Mine only beeps when Tyler gets in my car. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tyler. It, it's, but it's, but it's just muscle memory as soon as I exactly. get in the seat. Exactly. And it's the same thing I think masks should be. I think it should be like, 
you're in a society and you are not living on an island by yourself. That's you're not. that's you're that's a not. that's a good analogy. The seatbelt to mass thing. It's yeah. like it's it should be a collective idea that we should all agree to that. It, you know what I mean? To keep each other to safe. To keep each other safe. Well, it's not even a matter if we have to agree to it. It's society is dictating it. Yeah. Every building you go to has a sign in front of it that says either put a mask on or don't come don't in. Don't come in. Yeah. And and they're that's within their rights. They can you, you, certainly dictate that. Yeah, you ever see the signs like no shoes, no service? Well, of it's course. like no mask on. The no service. No it's mask, ex- no it's service. exactly it's the same, same thing. Same well, shit. I don't understand these people who get so upset and so irate. If they could wear shoes up in the shore. Up in the store, why can't they wear a mask? Exactly, I don't understand these people get so irate about a mask, and it's like I feel sometimes like they have never experienced, or they don't have somebody in their life, or they don't whatever it is that is actually at risk, and they they don't have that compassion as a person for another person. And I don't know if it's because they don't have that in their life or if they don't have an experience that in their life or I'm not sure actually what it is that makes them not want to be compliant with the rules of society and helping protect the rest of society. Okay, so here's an an angle to look at. Yeah. Or to, to, to try to see from. It's a matter of freedom. Mm-hmm. And... The federal government, since this whole thing started, not a, not a federal government, here in California, right. the local and the state government have been the most vocal, and they're the ones who have implemented all of the shutdowns right. and have slowly allowed us to go back to work. But ever since this whole thing started, it's just been a clusterfuck. Yeah, and it's it's a matter of freedom, and they've told us what to do, and people have lost life savings. Yes, and they still don't have any direction, and some of these businesses are still shut down, and they they don't have any prospects of coming back. Yeah, people have invested millions of dollars, and it's yeah. gone. I I don't, I don't know how many stories and I I've heard. I, I honestly don't understand that, and I think that if society as a whole would actually wear masks and do the things we were supposed to do, those businesses would not be shut down anymore. But I, those I, businesses to a shouldn't be shut down to, to begin a... with. It's, 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 it, it's fundamental. What gives the federal government well, or the I, state I government the right that, to Greg. shut those people down? Tell those people they that. can't go to work and you're out of business. Sorry. Tough luck. You've spent all this money. Too bad. I, I, I agree with that to some extent in the beginning. Now, I don't believe that that's true. I believe in the beginning of this whole pandemic, nobody knew what the hell was going on and what was actually happening and how we could stop it and how we could do this thing was, and the safer at home. And yeah. I, 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 I understand because nobody knew what was happening. Now we know what's happening. And the problem <clears throat> with people not being able to open their businesses is because there's other people who believe my freedom is... I don't have to wear a mask and fuck you. Well, that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's and basically... And that's where the problem arises. Yeah. If as a society as a whole, most people would be like, okay, like as a seatbelt law, as a um, drinking and driving law, as the whole thing, it's a societal so, issue. So they're trying If everybody to... could wear a mask, 
and keep it under control and come into my business wearing a mask. If they could I don't wear think a seatbelt, be if they could wear and the seatbelt, I don't think there would be a problem. Like if they could wear the seatbelt, right? Right. If they could wear the seatbelt, but like seat that's belt, all we had to do was wear, wear a mask. mask. I'd be cool with it. I'd be cool with it. I mean, I do anyway. If it so helps, you tell right. I go yeah. in a building, it's like why not? Mask. Like, but the problem is, Greg, people aren't wearing masks, and that's where the problem arises. But the, like, but they're making it political. They're, that's what that's what's but, happening. And that's the problem that arises with me as well. Is it's not a political issue. This is a it's worldwide a, a pandemic. Yeah, it's, it's a health, a health issue. issue. It's just, I just do and it people think, oh, it's a Republican issue. Oh, it's a Democratic issue. No, it's a worldwide issue. It's not just freaking the people, United people States. People might take advantage of the worldwide issue, but there is a worldwide issue. Right. But it's a worldwide issue. Like... And that's my problem. That's where I believe but it's not the a problem arises. Issue. It's not a Republican or a Democrat. It's not a Republican or a Democratic I mean, issue. The Republicans were resistant to it, but now that the president has it and other people Hopefully. have gotten it, yeah. I think they're going to rethink their whole hopefully. position on the whole thing. Hopefully. So, so hopefully they don't die in the meantime. Hopefully. And you know, hopefully the president you know, is I, safe. I, Hopefully. I, he I'm has. not a fan of his, but I certainly hope he doesn't die. Of, oh, course, of course. Of course. Of course not. I'm not a fan of his Nobody wish, wishes no. anybody could die. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not. But that's a, that's the thing not that I don't is understand sure. is how, but they've been so, how people have made it a, a bipartisan issue when it's a worldwide issue. But they've been so so blatantly opposed to the masks. And that's and, the problem. And that's why things aren't opening. And that's why things are... Still shut down. What, what, that's what, why. What, what that's state the came? What was it? Florida? They opened up fully. Which state? I heard a state opened up completely. Probably. They, they had no masks. Completely. Probably Florida. I, um, I, maybe it was Minnesota. I would probably assume it was Florida. No, it was. There was a state. I read. It said completely. They they took out the masks completely. There was one state that did. I forgot and what state. Are their numbers it was. going up? I, I don't know. I don't know. I just remember that. seeing I mean, that. They're, they're 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 in control of their own destiny as far as that goes. But uh, I just but read see, that. I understand. I, I I honestly understand the thing of I'm not afraid of being sick. I get that. I get people saying that. Yeah, that's a, that's a new level. But of sick, the issue to me is I understand you're afraid of not getting sick. But if you're asymptomatic and you get me sick and I get my mother sick, fuck you. Do you know what I mean? Like, who are you to, because you're not afraid, put my family in jeopardy? That I don't agree with. That I don't agree with. But I I think that even people who do the right thing, sometimes it it can still happen. Of course. Of course. Nothing is is 100%. We don't have anything that's 100%. It can get into your eyes. It can get into, like, nothing is 100%, but at least try to be somewhat compassionate compassionate <laughs> take, take, take precautions exactly exactly take reasonable precautions that's all anybody would be expected to do and that's what as a society you don't live yes. on an island and I think, alone and I think wearing masks is taking reasonable precautions I 100%, 100% if you lived on an island by yourself with your family by all means, <laughs> don't wear a mask. Don't. Like, well, I think okay, within your own us, home. Us within us. Like that's exactly yeah. what like, I was going to say. Here we're we don't right wear now. masks. No, no, we're not like right now. We're not yeah. wearing masks. 
this is our family. We're here. We're, we know who we've been with. We know we've been safe. We know those things. I went to take my daughter up to Davis. There was somebody who came in contact with us who I didn't know had been safe or not. When I came home, I wore a mask. I got tested until I knew what my results were and had been enough days to where I knew what my results would be okay. Like I didn't do it the next day. I waited a couple days and like I saw her probably on Friday. I tested on Tuesday, you know what I mean? So there's enough time. Now I'm negative, now I can take off my mask and I can be around you guys again. But to be safe for the rest of my family. Well, chances are you were in your car the whole way up and all the way back. Yeah, you probably didn't get much exposure. No, no, I was we're actually exposed with Mimo, my daughter's friend Mimo. Okay, so Tyler drove my car home. I flew home. When I was with my daughter oh, up flew there. Home. Yeah. Okay, that's one another thing. <laughs> but when I was with my daughter up there, her it was just me, her roommate Emma, who I knew was safe. Mm. And her friend Mimo, who had been her... These are her two roommates who had been her roommates before. And Mimo had kind of a breakdown, and I was hugging her, and I was like, it's okay, honey. And I took her home the next day and realized where she was living. Just don't say their last name. (laughs) And I realized she was living with a lot of other people that are college students who... I don't know where these people have been. I don't know what they've been doing. I, I'm not okay now. How I don't many, feel. How many students are we talking about? She probably lives with ten other people. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I in was like, big dorm. And no, and she's in a big house. Okay. A big house with ten other people. She shares a room with somebody. Another person shares a room. With somebody. It was a big like house. And I was like, but I didn't know that at the moment when I was hugging her. <laughs> So when I dropped her off <laughs> and I saw, I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. So, and then I flew home <laughs> yeah. on an airline and the lady next to me, which I was just astonished by because. She was coughing the whole way. No, she wasn't coughing. Oh, I, but oh, when I, I, got heard, on, I heard this story. She when told I got me. on the plane, she, she me, had her this, mask. The, the cookie, the cookie lady. Nose. She had her mask under her nose, <laughs> right? And I was like, she's on the aisle, I'm at the window. And I looked over and I'm like, okay. I have an N95 mask, thank God. Because I was getting on a plane and I had gotten one, thankfully. And then the stewards stewards come around and ask us for our snacks. She's like, I'd like two, please. (laughs) Like, yeah, okay, I'll have one. I'm sitting over here by the window in my corner sticking my like little peanut up through my mask in my mouth not taking my mask off she proceeds to take her mask off put it on the middle table leans over cough middle table <laughs> and literally for i mean our flight's only an hour but literally for a half an hour had her mask off in this plane with other people didn't, and she's an elderly you, woman. You told me you went on this flight, or one of the flights you told me recently that you went on, the, and it was fucking full. No, this flight was full, but, except but, for the middle seats. Now, do you think that, what is your what is your fear level? My fear level with her wasn't very much because I was masked. Well, yeah, it was a good it? mask. Sorry. So I wasn't fearful of her. My fear was with actually my girl, my, my daughter's friend. That was where my fear came in. With I don't know what she has brought to me, and I've been hugging her. See, 
And and that was on, I think, um, Friday night. See, that's something new that we have to deal with. We have to so, evaluate right, situations that when we encounter. The, the plane, I wasn't as fearful because I knew I was in a good mask and I was okay and I didn't take my mask off for a second. I was I was not taking my mask off in that still, plane. And 95. It's 95. It is what it is. Yeah. So when I got home here, I mean, we do live with somebody who is immune compromised and I was worried. And so I came home. And the next day went and got tested. You just gotta be careful. Was not going to come out of my room. I mean, I, I came out of my room, I think, You're twice. Gotta be careful. With a mask on. And until I knew that I was okay, I didn't feel sick. I was fine. I didn't, there was no symptoms of me or anything like that. And that's the inconvenience that we all have to deal with now. But for me, but living with- in a society yeah. and living with somebody who's immune compromised, that's my responsibility to her to the people that I love to the people that you know what I mean like to anybody and that's what I don't understand with people who are like oh screw it I'm okay no you live with within a community you live within a society there's other people here that you might hurt and I do not ever want to be responsible for hurting somebody else sure passing it along yeah no but that's yeah. Like, here's a prim- prime example. Sorry. I don't know who Trump got sick from. I don't know if it was Hope Hicks. I don't know if somebody gave it to him at this ceremony at the Rose Garden that he had for this new judge. But there's at least there's at least seven uh, senators who have gotten it now, plus him, plus Hope Hicks. I would never want I'm to be told, responsible. I would never want to be responsible for having that be on my conscience. You know what I mean? Because I decided, oh, I don't need a mask. That's that's just my... All I'm saying, if if there is a, a cure very soon, in any any time related to the election, that's just, it's just weird to me. I'm not saying that's real or anything, but it's just weird to me. I'm not saying... Like, I, I don't I hope mean, for... Like I, don't, I don't... I don't... No, I don't hope for Trump <laughs> to be to be really sick and, and hurt. Like, like I don't wish anybody to be, but I don't know what what this election is going to come out to, and I don't know what this means for Trump to be sick. Well, it certainly I, isn't good for him to be sick during the election. That's what I'm saying. It just it's just well, weird. A lot it's of just things going weird. on about it was on election day in ICU the ventilator. It's just weird. There was a lot of people at first. <laughs> that's all saying, I'm saying. It's just weird. He's going to do this because he's going to now say. Oh, there's a cure and this and that and this. I don't think, honestly. No, I think he's really sick. I think he's and I really think sick. This is a really serious situation. It's a really serious situation. And this is a national security situation. It's a, it's a national crisis. Crisis. It's a crisis. Absolutely. And I hope, beyond all hope, that he will realize what actually, because of all the people who have gotten sick now, because of this how important masks actually are. That's just my hope. It's just a mask. Huh? It's just a mask. It's just a mask. But if it could save my life. It might save your ass. It that's what I'm, it's life. just a mask. It might save your ass. That's, that's the... Yeah. It might save... <laughs> you wear a mask. That's the new thing. My mask might save your ass. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Because Tyler, I I know that you wear a mask everywhere you go. Yeah, I have that specific. It's right here. Yeah. I have a specific mask. I wear it to work, to bed, and I wear to it bed. in the shower. <laughs> you wear it to bed. I wear it in the shower. <laughs> I wear it when I drive. You're a I wear liar. it when I walk. <laughs> Where when I talk. I still have a little trouble with it. I still have it's not part of my second nature at this point. I forget sometimes. I do. Like I will like start to walk into the store and I go, Oh shit. We all come down. Get all the way up to the front door and you get they see the sign, it's like, oh Yeah, you're like shit. Yeah, Damn I it. do have that problem. Yes. But I don't have a problem going back and getting it. No, obviously yeah, it's it's but it, it just is frustrating when you have to walk yeah. across the parking lot when it's 105 degrees out. It's like, yeah, okay. Well. Yeah. But pretty soon it'll become part of our nature. Because and I really think we're going to be in this for, I mean, like, Greg, we're supposed to go to Hawaii in two months. I don't know that that's going to happen. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You no, know? we'll see. I think we're all supposed to go to Hawaii in two months and... I just might still have the mandatory quarantine. It's supposed to be an hour. Are we out of time? Are we out of time? It's supposed here? to be an hour here. Okay, but can we wrap it up. We, we can got wrap uh, it up. we got five minutes, I'm sure. Same but uh, Hawaii, I do, I've never been in Hawaii. I'm but it, but, Hawaii. but it, but it's. Do you gotta, know that we're going? Oh, just so you know, we're going in whale watching season. Mm, and I'm excited about that. No, do you know the whale best part smell. about that? Okay. <laughs> Being in Maui, this is like the, my, I love Maui. The best thing during whale watching season is, first of all, I don't know what it is, but on the coast of Maui, when you go into the water, the water actually feels like liquid gold against your body. Oh, you're it's telling gold? me about this. You're liquid telling me about this. gold feel like? I'm telling you, it you're is. You're telling me about this. I can't even explain you fall into it. A- uh, 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 it's like thick. Silk Does the gold no, make you float? It's like thick, but it's like, oh my god! I can't even. It, it feels like liquid gold. When you go into the water, Greg, <laughs> you're gonna know what I, I went mean. Went into the water in Tahiti, and it was super salty, super buoyant. It's like I dove into the water, and it's like instantly popped back up. <laughs> I couldn't go down. I tried to swim down. And it so, like so, so does gold have the same reaction as salt does? Like it makes you float? I have no idea. No, it's but. so, the water is so smooth and so, like you don't feel like you're in an ocean. It's the best feeling. Like, I can't even explain it. You'll feel it. But the best part about whale watching season is what you do is you lay on your back and you float in the water and your ears are in the water and you can hear the whales talking to each other. That's awesome. It is so awesome. <laughs> you can hear them going, ooh, 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 Poor whales. It is, it is uh, <laughs> the best. I can't even explain it, guys. I've had a special feeling for whales for my entire life. It's the first time I it's ever amazing. saw one at Marine Land in Palos Verdes. We're going on a whale watching boat tour while we're there. Like, I'm telling you, I'm gonna bring my my bowl, my crystal bowl, yeah. which actually calls to the whales. The, the frequency of my bowl actually calls the whales to us. It's a, oh my That's god. That's a little woo woo to me. It's a little. I'm telling you, they love <laughs> the sound. They love the sound. I'm sure they do. They love the sound. I I, I could I can I can see yeah. that because it's like, 
I can see it's that. A, the way it sounds, yeah. They love the sound. So I'm bringing my bowl. Probably and saying, we're what gonna, the like, hell is dying over there? <laughs> <laughs> what is that noise? So yeah, All right. it's amazing. All right, guys. I hope you have enjoyed our topics tonight and our... What is it? What is San Gregorio. That's San it. San Gregorio. San Gregorio. Just like, just like Greg that we have right here. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Thank you so much for being our special guest tonight. We have enjoyed having you so much and it's been an absolute pleasure thank you it's been my pleasure thank yeah. you yeah all and right until, so uh, until next time so tyler uh, i love you and well here's love to you words and wine <laughs> words <laughs> wine more words and wine more wine and words to come so keep stay tuned to our next episode all right thank you bye guys <laughs>